and happy holidays. You're listening to the holiday slash Christmas episode of Grownish Podcast. I'm Brooklyn Beatty. And I'm Josh Williams. And today we're just here to talk everything festive. Everything festive. This is the holiday season, right? We entered, We had snow yesterday. Yes. Some rain today, so it didn't quite feel like the holidays today, but uh, you know it's what? supposed to get a little chillier tonight. I'm still in the spirit. And you know what? I have to admit, I'm usually not one to listen to Christmas music until after uh, Thanksgiving. Okay. I've been listening for a couple weeks. Don't say that. Say it's not true. It's true. Oh, and yeah, I'm yeah, usually yeah. a hater on people that do that. But with the year that we've had, uh, true. it's bringing that little spark of joy that I just feel like I need. A lot of folks, too, are putting up the Christmas trees, the lights. I mean, some folks got started about a month ago yeah. putting up the Christmas lights outside. Right after Halloween wrapped up, it seemed like it was immediately Christmas. I'm not quite that person. I'm actually going to probably put up my Christmas stuff right after Thanksgiving ends. Okay. That's kind of when my Christmas time starts. But I always give Thanksgiving the credit. You know, credit is <laughs> you let it have due, its thing, huh? <laughs> let it have its holiday because it's really, you know, it's not Christmas time yet. But I don't make it fun of anybody that puts up their Christmas lights early because, like I said, if it's bringing them the joy, let them have it. Especially in this year. You're right about that. You know, it's weird. I was taking my dog for a walk the other day. Uh, and I, I swear, the night before, they had all their Halloween stuff up. The next morning, it was Christmas. I have people like that props. Overnight. Overnight. Think about how hard they're working to get that down and then back up again. Because some people, they have so many decorations. So many. So many. But you know what? All for a good cause, especially this year. You, you said it right on the head. Uh, you know, why not? Give some Christmas spirit. Let's get everybody going, huh? Exactly. So I guess we should start out by talking about I wanted to touch on Christmas traditions. Everyone has traditions, whether they're new or old, whether they're with your family, your friends. You know, I would want to, I just wanted to touch on all the bases. So I just wanted to ask you first, do you have any traditions that began when you were a little kid with your family that you still do today? So, you know, I came from a, a divorced family, so I have got the interesting concept of having multiple Christmases mm-hmm. on Christmas Day, Christmas Eve. Um, and, and what it started when I was a kid is we would have Christmas Eve um, at my grandparents' house, which was my mom's mom. Um, and then Christmas Day, we'd have Christmas with my mom, you know, in the morning. And then probably about 10 o'clock, maybe noon, we'd have it over to my dad's where I'd spend the, the rest of the week um, with my dad. And then we'd do the holidays with their family and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, that's one of those Christmas traditions I always uh, have found that, uh, I mean, it just brings enlightenment. You look into Yes, yeah. Does it suck sometimes you can't spend it with one family? Yeah, but you know what? Uh, I, I got the blessing of a lifetime to be able to spend it with three different families sometimes. So, I mean, it, it was amazing. Yeah, and I, I mean, this sounds kind of selfish, but it's a kid's mind. Double the Christmases, double the presents. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Uh, and maybe that was the case. Uh, I'm trying to, to recall whether or not that was that was the premise in my mind. Probably, yeah. Probably not now, though, so much. I, I see what your point of having more Christmas time <laughs> and more families. But as a kid, you got to admit. Oh, yeah. I was definitely double dipping, triple dipping. Yeah, quadruple so. <laughs> dipping. Whatever I could get. I mean, my dad's a cop, so we used to have the FOP. I used to love this thing. The Fraternal Order of Police used to put on the Christmas party every year for the cops and cops' families. They bring Santa there, and they always used to have the best toy that they would give you. And then once you hit the age of 12, they just stopped. What? I know. I know. It was so sad. You just had to attend now the party as an adult. Oh, man. I feel so like sad. that's so young to be considered an adult it already. It was so sad, but you know what? Good on them. It, 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 well, it, was a, it was a blast. And they can't afford to be buying everyone Christmas gifts forever, so I get it. Uh, my what biggest tradition was probably, and I think I actually talked about this a couple episode, episodes ago, having my grandma spend the night. And my, oh, yeah. my parents' house. So I was really close to my mom's mom. And she would always spend the night. And I remember as a kid, she would say that she was going to sleep downstairs on our couches because all of our bedrooms were upstairs. And I was always so concerned because I was like, Santa is going to come down the chimney and he's going to see my grandma on the couch and he's going to go right back up the chimney because someone's downstairs and they shouldn't be. So we would force her to sleep in one of our beds. No way. Oh, yeah. And she went along with it. And so as a kid... I had a bunk bed with one of my sisters, and she would lay on the bottom bunk, and we would sleep up top. Well, then as we got bigger, then she would sleep in my room, and my sisters would share a bunk bed, and I would share a bed with one of them. Like, it was just, we had to make it work, right. because as kids, we were so concerned, and we're like, if she's downstairs and is awake, he's not going to come. <laughs> because my mom always told me, Santa's no. not coming until you're all asleep, because oh we were gosh. those kids that we were up at 4 a.m., Uh-huh. And we actually had a rule. We were not allowed to get out of bed until the sun was rising. Really? And so that was probably like 6.30 or 7 a.m. where the sun was actually starting. I mean, I would sit 
on the upper bunk and stare out the window and wait for that first little crack of light to show. Oh and God. I would literally go in my parents' room and I'm like, well, it's time. Let's get up. <laughs> I was that annoying kid. Oh, my gosh. So, oh, yeah. you know, that's coming back like two, fourfold. It's view. coming. It's oh, yeah. coming. Yeah, I'm going to get my due. But yeah, that was a big tradition. And then as I've gotten older, we've always had mimosas on Christmas Christmas morning while we open gifts. So that was always fun. We always left out cookies and milk the night before for Santa with some carrots for the reindeer. So really? For the, you, the reindeer. Even the reindeer got carrots, Even huh? the reindeer got some carrots. Never did that. Never did any of the carrot given to the reindeer. We can't forget the reindeer. I, well, that's, I didn't expect the reindeer to come landing. I was just trying to get Santa his cookies. I had an unforgettable Christmas morning one time. Santa, mm-hmm. when he came down the chimney, he left some soot oh. in front of the chimney, and there were boot prints in oh, the wow. soot. So, oh wow, it got pretty serious at my house. So, how long did it take before you realized those footprints? Disclaimer: If you have any kids, you might want to turn off the turn off the podcast here. I'm not going to say it, but you know what? I have two little sisters, <laughs> and they're five it. years younger than me and seven years younger than me. So I believed and was part of that Christmas magic for a really long time because my sisters were growing up. And even if I was starting to, quote unquote, lose the magic of Christmas a little bit, you know, I still went along with it for a very long time because my sisters were so much younger than me. And so it was probably not until they were like late elementary or early middle school. And by then I was in high school that that kind of died away for us. Wow. So it was a long time. Wow. But it was a lot of fun. And I... I will say, I mean, as as excited as I am for Christmas, I feel like having a kid and being involved in Christmas is just way more fun. Way more fun. Yeah, it brings the magic. So those are so those are some of my traditions. You know, I gotta tell you, uh, and it's not that I I don't think I ever not believed in Santa because I obviously did, but I, I think that from grandparents and mom and everybody else saying, hey, take a look at the JCPenney catalog here and circle what you want. I mean, it doesn't take long to put two and two together if I circle that. So did, did Santa, Santa bring you all the gifts? Absolutely. But so yeah. we, we celebrated it differently. Okay. When I was a kid, Santa would bring us one present. The rest were always for my parents. Oh, okay. And this is the way that I want to do it with my stepson and future children. Um, so it kind of taught us to... Be still grateful for the gifts that we got from our parents. Mm-hmm. Um, they would always wrap their gifts and put them under the tree, but the present from Santa would always be unwrapped sitting in front of the fireplace. Oh, wow. So whatever we asked for from Santa Claus would always just be like there when we yeah. came downstairs. So that's the way we did it. But I know a lot of people that always had all the gifts from Santa, and my mom was just kind of against that for that reason, because right. then you start putting two and two together, or you don't know, you don't thank your parents for yeah. the things that they got because you think that it came from, all of it came from Santa. So... Were you one of those kids that thanked uh, your parents after opening each and every yes. single gift? I'm still like that. It's Same. annoying. Same. I feel like I have to because if Cannot. I don't acknowledge it, then I'm like, do they think I'm not grateful? Because yeah. I'm so grateful. No. Oh, Even yeah. though I know that's not the case, but every single present, I'm like, thank you. Exactly. It's like, thank you, grandma. Thank you, grandpa. Thank you, mom. Thank and you, after uncle. we always open all our gifts, we walk around and hug everyone. Like, no, oh, I hug them you. after each individual gift. Classic. Oh, yeah. That doesn't surprise now me. Now it's going to have to be fist bumps, though. True. Elbow bumps. Elbow bumps. So we do have a couple new traditions of that I'm actually starting. Um, the past couple years, we have been doing also a secret Santa exchange in my family. So and it because the gifts have started to die down a bit. Obviously, as everyone gets older, the amount of gifts you want are less just because you don't need as much anymore. There's not all these cool toys that you feel like you have to own. And so we get everyone a couple things. But between my parents and the three of us girls... We do a drawing, and we do this on Thanksgiving night. Mm -hmm. We draw a name, and what we do is we fill out a card of just little things that we want, like our favorite colors, our favorite candies, our favorite snacks, like maybe some socks that we want, like little things that can fit in a stocking and that aren't expensive because there's a $20 limit. And then we draw the name, and then that person we have to stuff a stocking for. And on Christmas Eve, that's what we open. We always open the stockings. Okay. And so, and there's a rule that you're not allowed to join like a significant other until you're married because we don't want to just start buying stuff for like boyfriends. Right. Now, will Tim be able to join this year? I don't know because we've been together a couple of years and we live together. So I feel like that's a little bit more serious than rules are rules. I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask tomorrow when I see my family. You know, is he allowed? To, is he allowed to join? But oh, this is gonna be good. I'm not sure yet because that has always been the rule. But it makes sense because when you're growing up, you're in late high school, early college, which is what my, where my sisters are. 
you don't always stick around with the same people every year. You right. have a lot of different people that you're seeing. And so my mom's like, I don't want to just involve whoever, you know, just to involve them. Yeah. So right now it's just my family. But that's a newer tradition. And then also, like I've mentioned, my boyfriend has a two-year-old. And I wanted to do something special for him to have when he grows up. So every year I'm buying him an ornament for the tree that has to do with something that he's super into. Okay. So last year I bought him a dinosaur tree ornament. This year he gets a Hot Wheels one. And I'm going to write the the year it is on the bottom of the ornament. So yeah. by the time that he's 18, 19, he has a box full of ornaments that basically reflect his childhood. Oh, that's so incredible. I think that'll be really fun. So that's what I started. And My he dad doesn't does know the this. Same on the, his Christmas tree. See, My stepmom used to give me those as a Christmas gifts as well. And that's perfect. They stay on his tree. And I'm hoping that maybe when I have kids that she's going to eventually give me those ornaments that they've yeah. collected over the years since I was one. Because you'll have stories yeah. behind them. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And that's the thing. And I just um, I'm hoping that then he can have them when he gets older. And, you know, if and when I have more kids, I can do the same thing. So then at some point, my tree is just covered with my kids memories yeah oh so, that is so great that's so wholesome yeah, i love so that i'm really excited about that. that so he doesn't know he has a hot wheels trio ornament hidden upstairs right now but he's going to be getting <laughs> that to- last year when i gave him the dinosaur one he slept with it for days he was oh, obsessed with it he's not going to let this dinosaur i have to there. buy the ones that are it's like hot wheels, not right? yeah i have to buy the ones that are like made of plastic and not fragile because he will genuinely like take them places i'm pretty sure that dinosaur <laughs> went on multiple car, car rides with us uh, so but it's, it's fun. so adorable yeah any more traditions that you yeah, want to mention? Traditions. Uh, you know, we got one at my mom's, uh, believe it or not. I'm not sure if you are familiar with fruitcake. Yeah, so we have a, a fruitcake that's a traveling fruitcake. His, his name is called Claxton. Okay, this started back, I don't know, uh, 10 years ago, uh, just as a, a random gag joke. And uh, we all got around and we drew names. And whoever had this fruitcake had to take him with him for the next 12 months until the next Christmas and take pictures of him and Claxton doing all sorts of random things. So train rides on airplanes at no. the airport. Yeah, going through TSA. There was a picture of my uncle and Claxton, the fruitcake. Can I interject for a second? Yeah. Does this not get moldy? I'm sure it does, but this thing has been saran wrap. It's, it's the premise you are never going to eat this thing. Ever. Well, I hope not at this Ever. point. You're going to get sick. Ever. But I mean, the fruitcake still looks like it just came off the... The floor of Walmart. You so know? did you guys, did you tell me this already? Did you? How do you determine who gets it the following year? Yeah, so uh, at the end of it, we put on a, a drawing. So whoever had it the last year is excluded from that drawing. And then the name that gets picked out of it, you are on Claxton have you, duty. Have you been on Claxton duty? I have fortunately not been on Claxton duty yet. Do you I'm have any plans for if you are on duty? Do you have any plans for the two of you to Absolutely. do together? I think we're going to go skydiving somewhere just no. outside of Michigan City. Have you been skydiving before? Never. So you'll be making memories with this fruitcake. Absolutely. I'm going to make them. And they're going to ask, who'd you go skydiving with? I'm like, guys, it was wild. His name was Claxton. It was a fruitcake. It was a fruitcake from Walmart. And they're going to be like, what? They're not going to know what to say about that. I might have to show them the picture of me and the fruitcake. Has anyone ever dressed him up, put clothes on him or anything? Yeah. uh, There was an incognito mustache that was put on uh, Claxton. Yeah, <laughs> this is the best thing I've ever heard. Okay, but yeah, well, you know, sometimes my family, and, and obviously, if you can't tell from me, uh, we're odd birds. So I mean, uh, something that you just you just do because, uh, well, you you have to make memories somehow, right? Well, now since we're on weird topics, I have something to admit. Oh, please, your definitely. family would love my extended family. Oh yeah. So my mom's side love them to death, but they are a crazy bunch, and there's a ton of us because. My mom is one of four siblings. Well, all of our siblings are married. They all have multiple kids, and a lot of those kids now have kids. So when we all get together for Christmas, which unfortunately I don't know if we will be able to do this year, but I mean, there's like 40 people. Like, it's crazy. And everyone who is over 18 is involved in the like white elephant gift exchange. Okay. Well, most of the gifts are normal, you know, candles, alcohol, just like nice stuff for the home, decorations. But there's these specific gifts that stick around every year, and one of them, is poop soap. Poop soap. It's literally... No, no, no. It's literally soap in the shape of a turd. Oh. And it was made that way. Like, it was a gag gift, right? Oh, wow. So it's been around forever. You guys literally found Mr. Hanky. It's the mystery of who's going to get the poop soap in their gift. So you'll get a normal gift, something nice, but as you're opening it, a little turd rolls out. And it's... (laughs) (laughs) It's soap. But that thing has been around for years. And then we also have... There's a ton of gag gifts. There's also, you know, the Leprechaun movies. Mm-hmm. There's we have the whole set like Lep in the Hood. Like there's all these Lep movies. We have them as like a, a a set of three. And then we also found my mom found this this little tiny Leprechaun like Leprechaun man. 
from Goodwill. So he's part of the crew now. Like he comes with the movies. He's very ugly and terrible. He looks like he'd be in a horror movie, like a doll that came to life. This doll is scary. And so we have him along with the movies. That's another gift that pops up. That's horrifying. And I think that there's another one, but I can't remember what it is. But, you know, when you open it and you're like, everyone cheers. Like you'll be opening your gift and it's like a normal thing. And then you're like, the lip and the hood. And everyone's like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So... We have some weird stuff. You guys too. Irish? Is that what's going on here? No, I don't know. I think someone bought those as kind of like a joke the first year. I mean, this was like you guys like fifteen your years ago. Much. It's basically the fruitcake. That's why so that's I didn't even think about talking about this as a tradition until you mentioned the fruitcake, and I was like, "Oh, if we're going down that road, we had to." I've got some stories. <laughs> we had to. We had to go down there. Yeah. So. Every family is weird and quirky, but... Yeah, but you know what? That's what all makes it go around, right? Uh, and it's the weirdness at all that I think, you know, and most people probably don't put that out on on blast during this time of year, but it's the weirdness that I think we all get to look forward to when we get together with our families, right? It's the chaos. It's the messiness of all of it. Sometimes everything doesn't go perfect, but that's what family's about, right? You guys oh, are all together. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, that story right there about the leprechaun, that's wholesome, man. That's awesome. So is the uh, fruitcake. A fruitcake, man. We're going to have to do a fruitcake around the office here. I don't know. Might have to. If you ever get him, bring him here. We'll take some studio pics. Absolutely. <laughs> Post him on our Twitter account. Uh, oh, my gosh. What we got next, Brooklyn? All right. Well, stay with us because coming up next, we are going to cover just holidays and relationships because we're at that age now where we've dated a few people. There's probably been some longer-term relationships, some short-term relationships, and I just want to cover... When do you think it's the best time to introduce them to your family during the holidays? What kind of gifts do you get people after how long you've been with them? So stay with us because I think we've got some good topics coming up next. And welcome back to the holiday edition of Grownish. Next, we're going to talk about holidays and relationships and how those two things kind of go hand in hand, but can also be not so great, kind of depending on where you're at. And I know that both of us have been in long-term relationships. I'm in one now. You've been in them in the past. And I guess the big question that I want to cover today is when did you know, or I guess did you ever know, when was the right time to bring someone that you were dating to a family Christmas? I got to tell you, uh, so I was in a relationship where uh, it was like three, almost four years that we were together, all all together. I never once brought her to my mother's Christmas. That's because it was a serious thing. So my my mom's family looked at Christmas as intimate family occasion, okay? Okay. So you had to be married in or engaged in at that point. To the to point to where you knew it was it was, it was what it they was. They didn't just want you to bring any any schmo around. And Makes no sense. offense, you know, they just didn't want to bring any schmuck around to say, hey, you know, this is a hard time. So my dad's side though, they didn't really share that same that view. You could bring they, in fact more the merrier. So my dad was very disappointed to me that I, I would never bring girlfriends to, to his. But it's just because if I wasn't gonna bring it to my mom's Right? So you never have brought anyone? Uh, just once. Okay, just once. Just once. And how long were you with this person? Uh, three years. Before you brought her? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I respect it, that. It was important, though, for her because, um, you know, she had had her, her father pass away. Mm-hmm. So we had gotten to that level with my dad and her that they had gotten pretty close. And uh, so, yeah, my dad was like, yeah, you, you got to make sure that you know she comes down and and, and, and hangs out with us. And, and she did. She was a hit for that. But um, I, I look at uh, bringing folks around for the holiday season, kind of like how my grandparents looked at it. It's a serious thing. And I, I don't want to do it if I'm not going to be committed to having them be around for a while. You know, that makes sense. No shooting stars here. I want something that's going to be sustainable for my folks to get to know. So I was kind of on the opposite end of that oh, a little boy. bit. And I regret it. Um, so I've been. In a few relationships, some obviously lasted longer than others. And when I was in high school, I was dating a guy. I think total time we dated was maybe nine months total. Wow. And I, I mean, mean I, think about it. I was yeah. like a sophomore in high okay. school. That's it wasn't still that long. long, though. I for mean, for a sophomore. High school, yeah, it's pretty long. Right. And at the time, I think we started dating in like. It's a school year. It was a school year. It was probably like after. 
after May or June. I don't know. Sometime like that. We'd been together for four or five months when Christmas time rolled around. And I brought him to my, and this was the first person I brought to a family Christmas. And shortly after family Christmas, we broke up. Oh, boy. So I was thinking to myself, well, this is awkward now because all of my cousins, my aunts and uncles that met him, um, did I make the same mistake the next year? Yes. What? Again? <laughs> Actually, I think there was a year in between. Was there? Junior year, I don't think I was dating anyone. Senior year, I was. So she took a leap year. So I brought him again. We broke up. I, was, I think he made it to two Christmases, this dude. This guy? Yeah. And then we broke up. The one after the first one? Yes. Okay. So at that point, they'd met two guys. Well, then I broke up with him, and it was like, well, now this is awkward because he's come to two Christmases. But in my mind, I mean, I was a senior in high school, freshman in college. You think it's like, great, everything's going awesome. And you're like, this is like for real a serious relationship. And no offense to him. Like, we're still we're still on good terms. But mental, like where you are at that age versus where we are now, like, I wouldn't take it seriously now versus no. when I was younger. Because right. you think everything's going to last forever when you're young. Yeah, it's a young love mentality. Exactly. So then we broke up. Well, then I started dating someone else. That person I'd been friends with for many, many years. And I brought him to Christmas. He came for three Christmases because we were together for over three or around three years, something like that. So then we broke up. Wow. So at this point, I'm like... I'm picking up the the subtle... Hints here that maybe Christmas is not good for you in relationships. Well, we never broke up right after Christmas, but I'm just saying, like, after I brought him that third time, it was, like, seven months later, but we broke up. And I guess what I'm trying to say, first of all, is I obviously get committed in really long relationships that are just not going well. <laughs> the one I'm in now is great, but I'm just saying in the past, it's yeah, we like, liked him. We liked I, him. I, was, I was committing quite a bit of time into these relationships and they kept failing. But at the same time, then I met Tim after all this went down. So my, my family had met multiple people at this point and they love to bring him up. When I'd this come back, had, they'd be like, how's this guy? How's this guy? And I'm like, I don't know. A chance. So Tim and I started dating in November of 2018 oh, and i was like oh no oh, because we've only just i mean we'd been hanging out for several months before that but we were official in november now, my family didn't really even know him that well yet my immediate family so i'm like how am i going to bring him to extended family holidays when my immediate family doesn't even know him that well so i did not invite him and he wasn't hurt by that but i did explain to him i was like you know what i just i feel like it's not there yet you know and I'm proud that I did that because I feel like by the time I wasn't, I was ready to introduce him the following year, then we'd grown a lot stronger and my family obviously knew him a lot better, but there was still the fact of, okay, do I bring his kid with us? Because then that's a whole new can of worms because they hadn't even met him yet. So we opted out not to bring him. Well, you can't break up with the kid. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like, how does my extended family meet a, like, my stepkid when they haven't even met the person I'm in a relationship with. It's a package deal. It's a pa- what well, is, but I felt like... It's a boco at that point. I felt like it was too much all at once. Okay. That's and he was really point. young. He was yeah. not even two yet at the time. Yeah, so that's a lot. That's so a lot. we didn't bring him. So I'm, just, I'm, I'm thinking this year... Well, this year we might not even have family Christmas, but the next time we do, we probably will bring him because it's been several years now. But it is... It's crazy because you have to think about... Like, do you want to introduce your family to this whole new person again right. and let them get to know him? Because right. I don't see my extended family usually besides Christmas. Ex- exactly. And right. so to me, it's like the, and this kind of sounds bad, but the exhaustion of having to introduce someone new every time you show up, it's like you're not even focusing on your family because you're too worried about introducing that person to everyone all over again. And like I said, yeah. my family's huge. It's like 40 people. And it's hard to be the new guy in the bunch. It now. is. It Ooh. is. And last year... Me and both of my sisters all brought new guys. Oh, my God. We were all in new relationships. So did you guys all, like, throw them up at the uh, front of the room? Everyone sit back there. and like Introducing. They had the, the questions. Everyone's like a, the Miss America pageant where you have to answer questions that are asked. And you know, no, they got to perform. No, but I was asked. secretly quizzing him without people knowing. I was like, so do you remember this person's name? And who were they mar- married to? I was, like, trying to figure out if he was paying attention. I want to know this. When did you start the prep work with him on family names? Because this is something I, I listen any relationship I've been with before I've met their family because they, they always love to bring me around for mm-hmm. whatever reason. But uh, they would make sure that they had like a little list for me so I could remember who I everybody was. And they would just quiz me. Hey, who's my sister? Who's my cousin? Who's my uncle? So as much as I love my extended family, we're not super close. Like not, my cousins are a lot older than me. You do know all your cousins names. Though. Well, I know them, but 
the point is, it wouldn't be anyone that I'd be like, you have to know their name before you walk in the door. It's more of when he's there, then I introduce them. And then when they'd walk away, I'd be like, do you remember their name? Do you know who they're married? Because like I said, most of my cousins are married with children at this point. Uh Because my parents are both the youngest in their families, and they waited a long time to have kids. So me and my sisters are a lot younger than most of my cousins. My cousins are in their mid to late 30s, upper, like lower 40s okay, right okay. now. Hey. So we're a lot younger. And so it is a lot harder to remember. Plus, I don't expect them to remember my cousin's children's names because I have tons of like little kids running around now. So, so little cousin, hey, how you doing? Yeah, I'm like, if you can learn them, great. I'm not going to fault you for not learning them because there's just so many people. But yeah, I'm going to strap in the belt a little bit. Don't give them any wiggle room to slack off there. This year... You guys, you guys are heading towards Making that, flashcards. That, that ring thing, okay? So, I mean, hey. Yeah, at the wedding, what's he going to do yeah, he, if he doesn't he, know their names? Exactly. He's just, hey, how you doing, my friend? Everyone's my friend? Cuzzo? Hey, cuz. Hey, cuz. How you doing? No, he can't be that, Tim. I need you to hit the flashcards, buddy. All right. All right. I'll let him know. He'll probably listen to this episode, and he's going to be probably disagreeing with everything we're saying, but. Sorry, not sorry, Tim. It is what it is. This is grown-ish. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess the next thing I wanted to cover is Christmas gifts, because I feel like Christmas gifts are always a big deal in a relationship as well. I suck at giving gifts, man. I, I'm awful at, it's not that I suck at buying the gifts and, and finding the, the right gift. My problem is I, I hate waiting. So I buy them like, oh, you know, no. almost like Black Friday era, right? Around that time. And that's almost a full like three and a half weeks that you got to wait until you've been getting that present. So I'm like, how do I contain that excitement or contain that want to maybe say, hey, I got a little surprise over here. Oh, no, like, you're one of those I'm people. Like, hey, I know you were waiting over this thing, but is it coming? Is it not? You're the is worst. You're is the worst not? kind of person when it, it comes to gifts. Well, you're not. Huh? 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 And then boom, like three days before Christmas, I'm like, hey. Merry so you Christmas. don't even wait until Christmas? Because I, I couldn't wait anymore. That 72-hour window right there Were was Were you the child much. that always gave away the gifts to the people you bought the gifts for? Like you straight up told them what it was. Yep. I did that a couple times, but I was not that bad. Really? Oh, I'm but awful at it. You that does not surprise me at all. Surprises are very tough for me to give. I'm good at I'm good at finding the surprise. Don't get me wrong. You this just is can't like, wait. Yeah, I'm like, nah, let's go. So maybe I need a Christmas shop. And that's a, you know what one year I did. I literally Christmas shopped uh I think it was the twenty the twenty third and twenty fourth. Yes. Oh, uh, my dad's the same way. He will wait until Christmas that was the Eve. Best. That was the best Christmas. because I went and got stressful. No, there was not. It was the best because no one knew what I was getting them. And I literally just rolled into Christmas Eve at my grandparents' house with gifts because the people at the mall were wrapping them. Oh, no. You just threw them five bucks and they'd wrap all your gifts for you. So literally, I just left the mall and went down to my grandparents' <laughs> house and say, hey, Merry Christmas, I'm here. <laughs> it was the best. <laughs> and you didn't give away any surprises. No, because I had no time to. <laughs> Look, I love Keeping surprises. Oh. I'm the complete opposite, and I'm good about it, too. And I like to give sentimental gifts a lot of times. Uh-huh. And so, like, for example, our two-year anniversary just happened. Well, congratulations. And, well, thanks. And um, I made him a custom wallet with, like, an inscription inside, and I put his initials on it, and I put a picture of us inside. And I was really excited about it. And I had the thing for, like, a month and a half, and he had no idea. I oh, love that stuff. I want to know what the inscription said. Uh, it's actually not that bad, but it's, like, really, like... It's okay, Easy. but this is grownish because you're going to ask me at some point in time for my cheesy stuff, so I'm going to need those cheesy well, teas right now. <laughs> when we say I love you, and the other person will say it back, it's usually me that does that. I always say I love you more, and it annoys him. Aww. He like is always like, seriously, stop, because like, he just he hates me always saying that. So, being the person I am, and I always have to win and be in control, I put I love you more inside the wallet, so I win, because like it's literally in, like. It's in his wallet. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yes. every time every time he says I love you, I'll just say, check your wallet. Check your wallet. <laughs> hey, because you got nothing to say back after like, that. What is he gonna do? Like <laughs> it's a it's, mic drop winner. <laughs> it's literally burned into leather. That so that's great. No, that's a great Okay. Would you say that's probably one of your one the best ones you've done? Um yeah. Our first anniversary I made him a book. Like there's these books that it's like, oh, our favorite memory together or blah blah blah. Like it's just like every Was page or something. No, it was a book that I bought off Amazon. It was like already a book, but it had lines of like my favorite nickname that you call me or my favorite thing that we ever did or all this stuff. So I filled out every line and then I put pictures of us in it. So it was like a memory book. It was like a scrapbook without a scrapbook. I told you I like try really hard with gifts. No, I like that a lot. I, I work like really hard at them. That one's a good one right so, there. I don't know, but. That's good. I'm glad that you shared that though, because you know what they always say, um, lovers acts are the easiest way to peek into one's soul. Oh, really? Never heard that. 
Well, hey. Well, and everyone has their own love language. Right. You know, acts of service, gift giving, and not necessarily is gift giving my, like, the way I like to receive it. Yeah. This got really deep really fast. But I give gifts. Like, I feel like gift giving is my love language in, like, giving my love to people because I put a lot of thought into my gifts. But I don't really care about getting gifts back. You're a selfless person in the gift giving world. Right. Like, for me, I'd rather hear, like, I'm, like, the words person. Like, you have to explain to me. You know what I mean? Even yeah. if, even if, literally, Tim dri- it drives him crazy because I'm always like, "Do you love me anymore? Like, do you care about me?" And he's like, "Can you seriously stop asking me that question?" I'm like, "Well, you haven't said it in the past two days, so I just need to he's hear feeling, it again." Feeling negated. Like, <laughs> I just have to hear it. So everyone has their own thing, but yeah, definitely. So it sounds like he needs to get you a, a, a clutch or something with the words "I love you" inscribed on that. So that way, apparently, you just need to look in your wallet <laughs> and be like, "Hey." I remember. Like a couple of months ago, I was like, do you even think I'm pretty? And he was like, I'm pissed that you just asked me that. Why did you even mention that? And I'm like, well, you haven't said it in a couple of days. And so wow. <laughs> I need to hear it. Wow, She's marching around the house, literally just with the stoke, trying to poke fire. <laughs> Look, everyone's love languages aren't the same. I clearly. Love it. It's confrontational. But you like, know what? It's a good kind of confrontation. Yeah. It's like when, you know, water and fire meet and then that, that steam comes out. That's that's what I would say is the epitome of like the result of you and Tim. You are so the fire, back- one's the water, they hit and smoke. So back to the holidays. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I said, we get off topic really fast. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um yeah, gift giving. Gift giving. Um so, uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm bad at surprises, but uh, I do like to give gifts. I, I don't know if I could go back through and say there was one really, really good one that I got. Um, I'm the tourist for finding out what you need, what you don't need, and then going out and like being pretty creative with it. And then sometimes, maybe it's easier to do this, take them with you. And let them buy the Christmas gifts. Oh, I hate doing that. I hate it as well. No, because- I hate being the person being brought to pick out the gift. Ah, but you know what? I will never know, and it's better than... Yeah, I, I like to... It's not that I, I I practice frugality when I buy gifts. That's my. That's a fault of mine. Uh, I got no two cents when it comes to that stuff because I, I feel like, hey, if I love you enough or care about you enough to go out here and get this, I'm going to go find you bigger, better, or best. You know, go big or go home. So I'm going to find out what you need, what you want, and it's better that if I don't have to guess... And if I can have you there Fair. to at least point me in the right direction, okay, we're in business. Well, you mentioned gifts that you can remember, and you said you don't really have any, but I do have one. Or from relationships? or yes. from Oh, my goodness. Um, this is the same guy I was talking about earlier. I really hope he never listens to my podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's married and happy now, so who cares? Um, but anyway, back when I was, a, I think, a sophomore or a freshman, whenever we dated, back way back in the day... Um, I will never forget the Christmas gift I got from him because I told you we were only get together nine months. We only had one Christmas together. I should I should preface this by saying he had a twin brother who oh, also had boy. a girlfriend. And he got me a smoothie maker and his twin brother got his girlfriend a popcorn popper. Hmm. And I just have this theory that they went to like Bed Bath & Beyond and they had like a buy one get one deal. Because who buys their 16-year-old girlfriend a blender? Yeah, or regifted. But it seemed brand new, unless it was brand new and they just never opened it and it was a re-gift. All right. Because you know, you want to know what came along with my blender? What? I don't even want to say no, it. Please do. <laughs> please do. SpongeBob SquarePants PJ Pants. Okay. That's a little weird. <laughs> what? You're going to run that back by me one more time just Literally to make sure I heard that? SpongeBob Pajama Pants. Okay, that's what I thought And a blender. Said. That was wow. my gift. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like I said... <laughs> SpongeBob. Okay, they just don't mix. What happened there? I don't know. I Did don't you know. Did you ever wear the SpongeBob? Yeah, sport? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, what? it was pretty weird, but I enjoyed the weirdness of putting them on they and thinking, "Huh, I'm trying to go use my blunder." <laughs> <laughs> they were comfortable. They were comfortable, but at okay. the same time, it was like I didn't really ever like. Everyone's seen SpongeBob, but it wasn't like a show I was super obsessed with or anything. It was just like, oh, haha, SpongeBob's on, like whatever. That's random. But then the fact that she got a popcorn popper cracked me up because I was like, they had to have bought those together because why would you buy your 16-year-old girlfriend a popcorn popper? Did she get uh, pajama pants I don't well? know. We weren't close. But Maybe I... she got the top that went with the pajama pants. <laughs> it's probably like, wear the pants. Wear the pants. Just like you were like, wear the shirt. <laughs> right? I mean, it had to be. Oh, my gosh. Well, if I'm going to get one or the other, I'd rather have PJ pants than just a PJ shirt. Absolutely. I mean, But yeah, goodness. that was a wild time because my mom even after he left because i was super weird about opening now, what did gifts. she say about that well i was super weird about opening presents when i was young especially fr- and like 
from significant others in front of my parents. I was always super embarrassed about it. So we went into a different room to open gifts from each other. So my parents were in the living room. We were in this back room. We opened them. I was like, oh, thanks so much. And then he left. And my mom's like, so what did he get you? And I was like, a blender. (laughs) And the look on her face, because it's like, I lived with my parents. I wasn't even going to college yet. I had three more years before college. She was like, okay, like, uh, that's cool. But I'm pretty sure she still uses it to this day. But your mom's like, hey, bless up. Hey, she told your dad, hey, I don't, you don't need to go buy me a blender. I got one. <laughs> the blender that they had, I think, broke. So now she uses that one. But I bet you, know you. What? he hit up your mom and said, hey, what should I get Brooklyn for no, Christmas? No, she had no idea. Why would she suggest that of all things? Because she knew that she was going to get a blender. What were you going to oh, use the blender for? true. She said, hey, just buy the pajama pants. That was, those are for Brooklyn. The blender's for me. So that was my uh, great memory. That's I, I uh, wow. I, I'm kind of baffled by that. Uh, I mean, what did you tell him? Thank you. That was it. You didn't ask why. I don't I remember. This I was ten asked. years ago. I need you to dig deep. I was. I need you to dig deep in this. I one. was shy back then. Like, there's no way I would have said, but why? Like now at this age, for sure. I feel like the older I get, the less I care. Yeah, I just yeah. say whatever I'm thinking. I really don't give a crap. This is why we're doing a podcast? Exactly. Because we don't. Neither of us care. We no. have no filter. <laughs> Zero filter. Literally, I used to be shy. Which is amazing up to this point because I, I listen, I deserve to have a cussometer around me. And uh, I think we have probably only cussed once or twice. Yeah, but off air, we are bad about it. Both of us. This is a podcast. There really is no rules or regulations. There are any on rules, this. but I am proud of us because I exactly. feel like as soon as the mics are off, they're flying. Bleep, 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 bleep. We turn on the mics and we're polite. <laughs> I mean, I think for me, it's because I am on, in the news, so I have to watch myself every morning anyway. Yeah. So it's pretty easy for me to know. Mike's light on. Yeah. Got to be different. Can't drop cuss words during a play-by-play broadcast. It just doesn't end well for you. Exactly. You might not be so, finishing that game. So so we're pretty good about it. But um, I don't remember what I was saying. No, that was just a little throw out there. It was a random thought that popped oh, in Oh, I was head. saying how we were. I was too shy back then. I yeah. wouldn't have said anything. Now, if Tim bought me a bl- You know what? No. If he bought me a blender, I'd be like, thanks. Because we got a house. I got to get stuff like that. Yeah, I actually asked it. my mom for a Dutch oven this year. Oh, so really? last year I got a roaster oven. A roaster oven. How many times you use the roaster oven? Actually, a few. A few. Um, Two? we used the container of it last year to cook a turkey for something. I don't know. Maybe it was Christmas. Mm. I don't know. And then I've used it a couple times to make like pot roast. Oh, hey. Or like pulled pork. Yeah. So like it's actually been really nice. Sandwiches. Yes, I love that. It's yeah, one of my favorite best. things. What kind oh. of barbecue sauce do you use? Um, usually Sweet Baby Rice. Yes. That's where it's at. Yes. My mom makes the best pulled pork, though. She has like this own rub that she makes oh. like with all these different spices. And she actually gave me the recipe. So if you ever want it, I've got oh, you. Oh, it is give it to her. amazing. Okay. So good. Oh, my gosh. So time is flying here on the Gronish podcast. I tell you what. Yeah, let's wrap this up because we got a lot more to cover. We do. We have so much to cover. Stay tuned. Welcome back. It's time to talk about our top Christmas movies. And Josh, I got to tell you, this one was really hard to decide. And I feel like you're going to be disappointed in my picks. Really? Yes. Uh, just don't even tease me anymore. Let's just get right into it. But can I explain why first? Okay. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like you it. go for a lot of the oldies. Like when it comes to music, TV shows, like you want to always want to bring up the 50s, the 60s, the 70s. And I, I give you props for that. But I'm a very like... It's happening now. Oh. I like very recent stuff. Okay. And I like my oldies. Like I said, Paul McCartney is my favorite, you know, musician of all time. And he's been around for a while. I love Frank Sinatra, but I love a lot of newer stuff. Absolutely. And I feel like a lot of the stuff that I chose is kind of new. Hey, there's nothing to be bad about. I just don't want you to hate on me. That's what's the great thing is about. I think our listeners can appreciate that we're eclectic. You know, you come in with the hit new stuff. I'm an old soul a bit. This is why I like you. You stay positive. Hey. Okay, but the, actually, my first movie, I was actually between two of them, and okay. I could not decide for number three, because my one and two were easy to choose. All right. I watch these movies every year, sometimes a couple times in the season, but my number three, I don't really have a solid number three. So I'm in between an older film, A Christmas Story, the classic A Christmas Story, Okay. which growing up, they play 24 hours on TV, Absolutely. and then... Santa 24 Claus, hours of Christmas story, right? 
That's what the, the it's programming is. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah, it's like one station it's just, or channel on yeah. TV. It's just the Christmas story playing oh, over and gosh. over again. And I grew up watching that like all Christmas. And then my other number three was Santa Claus with Tim Allen. I'm disappointed. I'm literally hanging up the headset now and walking out of the is room. Is that your number one? How is that number three on your list? Because my number one and my number two are like very close to my heart. Okay, okay. I can't even hate on I'm there. Sorry I'm sorry to put ruin away. it. I'm going to put the hater right Okay, away. you know what? Here. Oh. Number three is Christmas Story. You can take Santa Claus later on. I would take okay? it. I'm going to take I'll Santa Claus later on. Okay. <laughs> Christmas Story then. I have to say it's my number three. Like I said, because I've watched it my whole life. There's a lot of great moments in that show. Like when they the turkey gets eaten by the dogs and they have to go eat a duck at the restaurant. Do you remember that? Can I tell you something? What? I've never seen a Christmas Story. Are I had you... no interest in watching it. <gasps> I, did, I, I didn't. I just never did. But you knew it was a 24-hour special, so yeah. you, I thought you knew. I thought you'd seen it. No. No. Please watch it. I'm going to have to this year. I think there's no excuse this Look, year not to watch it. there's so many great... Have you ever heard the phrase, you're going to shoot your eye out, kid? Yeah, right. It's well, from that. Look at the little pellet gun. And there's a really mean Santa. Is there? Yeah, he goes to sit on Santa's lap and basically gets shoved by Santa's foot down a slide because Santa's really rude and uh-huh. is like, hurry up, just tell me what you want. And okay. he's super evil. And there's also a, a scene where his little brother is like all wrapped up in clothes and he falls down and he can't get up and he's just like rolling around as a marshmallow. <laughs> it's amazing. There's so many classic scenes. Also, have you seen him with this little pink bunny suit? Yes, yes. I have seen snippets of that. Look. There's a lot. If you've got any homework for the month of December, it's to watch A Christmas Story. <laughs> report back. I exactly. Got you. Okay, I got so that's you. my number three. What's yours? My number three is Home Alone. Okay, and, good uh, one. no one in particular, just Home Alone. Uh, you can pick. Uh, I thought they were all tremendous. Um, and it's it's interesting to see, though, and I don't really have a backstory about uh, the, the movie itself, more as the actor, right? Like, you think about it. He, he made this big star, and I can't remember the actor's name. I'll have to have to edit that in there, but Macaulay Hawken, Macaulay Hawken, something. I always something forget how to pronounce lines, it, but it's something but, Hawken. Uh, after these movies came out, uh, I think the pressure was too much on this kid because... He did was, go downhill pretty fast. But could you blame him? I mean, you start out, what, seven, eight years old doing these movies, not even, maybe six, and then, like, what? He's getting his life back together, though. Which is good, but, I mean, that's a lot, that's unfortunately, a lot. for that kid. So, about Home Alone, definitely, that's entering the list at number three. That's a really, really good one. Number two. Number two for me is Elf. Elf, yes. I love <laughs> Elf. I seriously, like I said, I have two movies that I just can never get enough of during the Christmas season. It is Elf and then my number one, which I'll mention here pretty soon. But this movie just, I don't know what it is, but I just can't get enough of it. I think it's a lot of Will Ferrell movies for me. Yeah. yeah Step Brothers definitely. is probably my number one favorite movie of all time. Definitely. I have a really demented sense of humor. <laughs> Even though I'm a 26-year-old woman, I have the humor of a 12-year-old boy. Oh my gosh. I really do. And so when I watch movies and TV shows, like if they're stupid and have like crude humor, I'm probably going to love it. She's into that. Yeah, I'm, I'm into that. <laughs> so Step Brothers, like, like I said. So Elf, Will Ferrell, there's a lot of great quotable moments in that movie too. I love the transition between, he has like that claymation world. Yes. With his, bye buddy, <laughs> hope you find your dad. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was and the great. part I love when he was when he was drinking the pop and he burps for like three minutes straight. Oh, like I said, twelve year old humor. <laughs> so I got to put that for my number two. Getting a glimpse here, you know, just a real raw, authentic who your co-hosts are here. All right, uh, my number two here. I'm gonna have to go with Air on um, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Great movie. Uh, Martin Lawrence. I'm sorry, Martin Lawrence. Uh, oh my gosh, I just blanked on his name, but. Uh, Uncle Buck, uh, John Candy. John Candy's in this, and uh, I can't think of what the guy's name. He played in Cheaper by the Dozen, a movie that had Hilary Duff. Uh, I know who you're talking about. He's a Pink about. Panther. Mike, uh, Martin Lawrence. No, Martin something. It's something Martin. It's something Martin. I can't remember. But anyway, air, uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. If I can ever say it, planes, trains, automobiles. It's about these two unlikely folks who uh, who uh, end up having to try to get home for the holidays. Well, Hey, they don't know each other at all, and then all of a sudden, John Candy, who's playing this annoying but somewhat harmless uh, passenger who's trying to get home, him and Martin, they get together there, and they end up basically taking planes, trains, and automobiles, trying to get back to the same spot the whole time. Martin's trying to ditch John Candy in this movie, and he just somehow cannot seem to get rid of it. I just Googled it. Steve Martin. Steve Martin. We were close. Mr. Martin. I'm so sorry. You want to disrespect him like that. No, 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 no. Mr. Martin. He's a classy guy. Banjo player, too. He's got some cool stuff.
You got to check that All out right. on Twitter. Like, I've never seen anything like that. Fingers go so crazy. Anyway, that's my number two there. Planes, trains, automobiles. It's another one from the 80s. Okay, my number one. Like Drum I roll. said, it's newer. How the Grinch Stole Christmas the old with one? Jim Carrey. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. You know, no, no, no. Yes, 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 yes. That one Absolutely. is... Absolutely. Hands down, I will watch that movie in July. I don't care. It doesn't even have to be Christmas time. Really? And it still makes me laugh. Like, I've seen it like 50 times, and I still, every time I watch it, and I die laughing really? at all the scenes. And I have this weird memory of a few years back when I lived in an apartment. My sisters came over, and we watched that movie together, and I seriously was crying laughing at it. And I was like, I've seen this movie every year since I was like eight. Why is this still so funny to me? But I don't know. Something about Jim Carrey kills me. He's hilarious, That man. dude is so funny and just the fact that he's like all put it in that makeup like i just can't i can't he, he played it so well too i don't know he? if you know what i'm talking about when i see the scene where he's like Bleh. like he's like screaming yeah, in cindy lou who's face right? with his hands oh, no the, it's cindy lou who because oh. he's trying to scare her away she had broken <laughs> into his little cave and he's like and he's like screaming <laughs> in her face or i really saw this i saw the sweatshirt and i really want to get it because it's the monologue of him when he's laying in bed and he's like, five o'clock, dinner with me, can't cancel that again. And he's like, <laughs> six o'clock, wallow in self-pity. And I'm like, and I, it, it, there's a sweatshirt that says everything that he yeah. does and I'm probably going to get it because that's amazing. If not, like this is, Come on. Definitely, we definitely have got it. This Make is the sure best, yeah. <laughs> best Christmas movie ever, hands down. I agree with that one. That one's a pretty hard number one to, to knock. But uh, obviously, if you're listening uh, at any point over the last nine minutes... Brooklyn's number three, or or used to be number three. That's my number one. Santa Claus, Tim Allen. You can't beat that. It's when amazing. I, when I think of Christmas, I mean, think about it. That's one of the first Christmas movies I probably ever like laid my eyes on. And I saw Santa fall off the roof, and like my heart was broken. And then Tim Allen mm-hmm. just takes it on. And little Charlie. And, and then I Charlie. love in the second one, he's like a teen by the time they made the second Charlie one. Charlie turned into a bad boy. He did. He was one. naughty. He should not have been spray painting those walls in there. Although I, I got to give the kid a lot of credit. I mean, he's got a, a job as a future Mission Impossible. <laughs> so true. Oh, my goodness. He scaled from the top of the gymnasium roof. Like, I don't know how oh he gosh. did that. I will never forget how iconic it was to watch Tim Allen slowly gain weight and his hair slowly turn white yes oh my, oh gosh. my gosh i was thinking i was like is that what it's like to get old like as a kid seriously I, was thinking, I hope that never happens and to me i also have another thing to admit the elf in that movie bernard bernard he was my first crush really when i was like five like you i like had such <laughs> what huh? you like the elves i don't know what it is about him but i had such a crush on the elf bernard yeah the pointiest ears oh my gosh, I've ever he seen. was so adorable yeah it's a curly hair i rewatched it like a year ago though and i was like hmm Okay, Brooklyn. Bad life choice. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it was about the elf with sparkles all over his face, but he was my number oh my one gosh. crush. But yeah, no, great movie. Like I said, it was really hard to choose because number three was kind of like my number one because those two, Elf and The Grinch, they barely even rank because they're just my movies. Like, I love those movies all year long. So Santa Claus definitely ranks up really high for so me, So should too. we recap those one more time? Okay, so number, for, for me, number three was A Christmas Story. Two was Elf, and then number one, How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey. I like that. Number three for me, Home Alone. Number two, uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. And then number one for me, hey, Santa Claus, Tim Allen. It's got to be. Absolutely. It it deserved that long, dramatic pause right there before that was said. All right. Well, let's (laughs) (laughs) cut this part out. All right, uh, stay with us, though, because we have a little bit more to discuss. We're going to talk about next week's topic. Okay. And I'm excited about this one because it kind of plays off of what we're talking about now. It's Christmas, the holidays. It's still the holidays, but it's the new year. We're heading into 2021. So let's talk about New Year's resolutions. Stay with us. It's that time where we tease what you can expect next in next week's episode. And like I said, we're heading into 2021. So what's more perfect than talking about New Year's resolutions? How do you feel about those, Josh? Uh, Well, before 2021, well, before 2020, I was pretty okay with that. 
But then 2020 came like a wrecking ball in a Miley Cyrus uh, music video. And uh, all those resolutions just got hit out the window. And uh, I'm afraid to make any resolutions. If anything, if we learned anything from 2020 is you really don't have control. No. No about control. your life. I mean, like, yeah, we live in a free country. We were blessed to be born where we were. Absolutely. But when it comes to natural disasters, pandemics, things that like take over completely, you don't have, you can't plan for any of that. I can control what the shirt is that I'm wearing today. Exactly. And I decided to wear a hockey jersey because that's the one thing I control. Exactly. Right. So I wanted to talk next week. I don't want to get into too, or I didn't want to get into it too much today, but I want to talk next week about how we feel about resolutions because I've got a pretty hot take about them. I, oh, really? I feel like a lot of people love them, and I'm kind of on the other end. You? Really? Loathe? I don't know about loathe. That's a little strong, but dislike, strongly dislike, yes. Mm. I'm not a big fan about them. They sound like synonyms. <laughs> okay. Maybe I'm just forcing it a little bit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to talk about uh, New Year's resolutions. I wanted to talk about, you know, even if we don't necessarily have resolutions, if we have any hopes for 2021, yeah. things we wanted to see happen, maybe right. not necessarily a resolution, but just something that happens. Yeah. And maybe about some resolutions we've had in the past that have not stuck or ones that have that we've carried on. So tune in next week because I feel like this is going to be pretty interesting. This is going to be a good one. All right. And as always, let's take a moment to promote ourselves where you can reach us. Josh, where can people find you? Well, you can find me on Twitter, uh, Josh RW underscore Williams, or on Facebook, Josh Willie Williams. I'm on Twitter as well, at Brooklyn Beatty, and on Facebook, just search Brooklyn Beatty, you'll find me there. And Gronish has its own set of social medias to follow, at Gronish Podcast, both on Twitter and TikTok. And you can search Gronish Podcast on Facebook. And of course, if you want to email us, you can email Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening to our fourth episode and we hope you have happy holidays and a merry christmas absolutely happy new year's to all you folks and we'll see you on the other side by Federated Media Podcasts by Federated Media